Cam, can you can you tell me when hemoglobin wants dude <laughs> I've got a test tomorrow and I'm gonna get absolutely pummeled, but we need to record an episode, don't we? Uh when is your test? When is your test, Ryan? Well, it's tomorrow at 2 p.m. And I'm grossly no. underprepared. Let's make it work. Okay. Dude, big weekend. Huge weekend, in fact. I'm going to start the timer, 15 minutes, and we're going to cover everything North Dakota cross-country that happened this weekend. You ready? Speed round. Let's do it. (laughs) Ready, set, go. All right. Probably the most interesting thing that I heard is there was a tiebreaker that took place this weekend. Now, tiebreakers, I feel like, don't happen a whole lot in cross-country, but let me just give you a little background on what happened. So this was the RM Stout Invitational in Jamestown. Shout out to Angus Stout, former teammate. <laughs> oh my god! Named after his family. No joke. Um, in this race, Bismarck Century and Williston on the boys' side, they tie. But Williston wins the tiebreaker. Griffin House, the senior from Century, goes 15-54 for the dub. Williston goes 2-3-4 with Ivan Askim, Finn Krenz, and Ethan Moe. And the top five is rounded out by Brady Goss of Devil's Lake. But, dude, last time you heard a cross-country race being one on a tiebreaker. Uh, the last one that come – well, I honestly don't know. Where, where is Griffin House ranked in the latest coaches poll? Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So by the time this is released, there might be a newer one. Uh, but right now he's third. So who's, that, who's ahead of him? Yeah, so, so to run down the top three, we have Aiden Johnson, ranked number one from West Fargo Cheyenne. Ivan Askin from Williston. Griffin House, uh, third from Bismarck Century. So mixing it up a little bit with those times. But um, just a few other things I want to point out in that race. Colt Spotted Bear from Newtown. Um, Nate Peterson a couple weeks ago talked about how he's really kind of carrying the baton in the legacy of Newtown. He took eighth in that race, uh, was the highest Class B finisher. Not far behind him was Austin Warner in 11th. So show a little love for Class B. But I oh, think this just Ryan. makes things really interesting heading in to championship season. Ryan, you can't you can't miss our our east side of the state uh, friends uh, right behind only one second behind Colt Spotted Bear was Ethan Schaefer from Kindred. So oh, and, and I then, didn't even see that. And then yep. Austin Warner, you know, right right close by too. Uh, Kindred looks like they're, they're having like a pretty good, uh, top, top couple of guys. Cause, uh, in 12th place there, Cole Campbell also from Kindred. So Ethan Schaefer ninth, Cole Campbell 12th. That's a pretty good, uh, one, two punch. Yeah. From those guys. So Ethan Schaefer, my apologies, missed your name there, but last thing before we got to move on to Griac, cause there's a lot to cover there. You know, Brady Goss has been having a good season for devil's Lake. I see in 10th place, there's a Tyler Goss. So in the same age, they're both juniors, so they must be twins, but kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, twins, dangerous, dangerous on the cross-country course. Yeah. If I know one thing about twins. <laughs> yes, and not the Minnesota twins. They're, they're really right. bad. But, no, dude, speaking of, speaking of Minnesota, Griac, huge weekend for North Dakota cross-country teams and individuals. What was the biggest headline that you saw from that meet? I mean, it'd have to easily be the you marry women uh, taking home the team title uh, in their race. 
this is not the first time that they've won Kriak, so uh, not really a, a surprise there. Um, maybe a little bit with uh, Coach Newell being at NDSU, but good to see that they still are continuing the tradition of success. Uh, currently, they're ranked second in the Central Region, um, so look to them to be a be a favorite to qualify for nationals again. Uh, Taylor Hestekin uh, was the their top runner, fourth in Griac, um, North Dakota girl. So good yeah, to see her leading the way. She was number two on the team for you, Mary. Third place was Alyssa Becker. Not sure oh. where she's from, not North Dakota, but yeah, she and Taylor, Alyssa and Taylor with the three, four punch. Um, they beat out UMD, University of Minnesota Duluth, an NSIC rival. So that's always good to see. Um, and then the boys, the the Umary boys, the Marauders, highest finish ever at GRIAC with a fifth place finish. So we like to see that too. So both sides doing really well. And how does that rank them regionally now? Yeah, that, that puts them at about six or not about, it does put them at six in the region. Uh, so uh, I'm not really super familiar with uh, the D2 regions, uh, how strong the central region is. Uh, but I know at least in D1 and in D3, um, sixth place, fifth, you know, between fifth and seventh place, if you're in a real strong region that can qualify you for nationals. Um, so, you know, I would, I would think they would hope to maybe get up a, a couple spots in the next couple of meets to uh, increase their chances of making it. But yeah, you got a good team. Uh, North Dakota kid uh, that we you know, followed in high school and, uh, Ryan, did you ever were you ever his teacher when you were teaching at Fargo North? No, never was. But dude. Caleb, Caleb, yeah, Caleb Yoakum, you know, having a pretty stellar freshman year so far, twenty seventh at Griac, um, you know, highest highest placing North Dakotan in the men's race uh, in the men's uh, college division race. So yeah, dude is getting it done. So shout out to you, Caleb. Keep up the good work. And then interesting thing about Griac, if you're listening and you're not familiar with it. There's a lot of different divisions, and we're going to talk now about the high school boys. Now, there was a high school boys gold race, which West Fargo, West Fargo Cheyenne, and Davies took part in. And there was a high school boys maroon race, which Bismarck was slotted in. Now, let's talk about the gold race first. This included some bigger schools. I even, the school that I taught at last year in Iowa, even sent their boys up. And I believe Sioux City North at Iowa School won the team title for the gold division. But we saw Aiden Johnson ranked number one in the latest coaches poll as we're recording this. Took 11th place in a time of, I believe it was 1630. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was right around there. But, I mean, that's a really good finish for a really competitive race. And if we look at these times, the winner in that race was 1549, which would be just about the fastest time in North Dakota this season. And such a difficult course compared to anything in North Dakota and to fact check Aiden Johnson, 1630.3. So yeah, I was right. I'll, I'll flex on that. Yeah. 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 I mean, <clears throat> a real, real good race for, for all those teams to be in, uh, you know, probably one of the most competitive high school races, you know, in the region and, you know, maybe even in the, in the nation on, on a really, really difficult course. So, um, props to everybody who ran that. Uh, I've been really impressed with the Davies boys team. They do not have that really low stick like Cheyenne does or like Williston or, you know, Bismarck high. 
but they have a solid team, Ryan. Uh, they're, they've been placing very well uh, at meets all season. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how they continue to improve. And, you know, maybe one of their, one of their top guys can just ball out, have it, have a day. And, you know, who, who knows one runner can make a big difference. So. Yeah. We're exactly halfway done with this podcast. So if you're still listening, hang in there for another seven and a half minutes. On that note, Reg and Bosch of Davies takes 33rd place in the boys' gold race with a time of 17.05. We did our Instagram poll the other day who wasn't getting love from the coaches' poll, and there was quite a few people that said Reg and Bosch. So he is uh, turning heads with that performance, no question about it. Now let's turn our attention to the boys' maroon race. That was the race that Bismarck took place in, and they didn't just race in it, they won the thing. So very impressive there. Brady Corsmo leading the way. Corsmo, that's a you know that name's got to be good. It's like uh, like Smuckers with a name that good. It's got to be good. Yeah. So uh, Brady Corsmo runs sixteen fifty three. That's the same course that they ran in the Gold Division race. He led the way for the the Demons and winning as a team is impressive. Now high school boys wise, I was looking back and the last person to really excel this well at GRIAC between either the gold or the maroon race was Brady Yoder back in 2018. He won the maroon race as an individual. His time was 1614. In comparison, we said Aiden Johnson just ran 1630. Never know the conditions. Hard to say three years apart, same course. Um, So just kind of goes to show the gold and the maroon race. It really just depends on who's in the race conditions you know, there's a lot up in the air. Sometimes there's a big difference between them. Sometimes there isn't, but very big for any team to win GRIAC. So shout out to the Bismarck boys. Yeah. One, one interesting thing too, it, it does the couple of uh, GRIACs that I w- was at and have followed since then. It does seem like the runners from the Western side of the state seem to fare a bit better on that course than those from the Eastern side. Um, you know, we do our best to get Hills in the Valley here, but uh, you know, at least when I was, you know, running here, I always say it's not going to make that much of a difference. You know, a hill's a hill. I'm still going to get fit and run hard, but you know, maybe it does make a little difference, but who knows? Now now we've got five minutes left in this podcast, Cam. And one thing that we need to address that I think we'll probably spend the remainder of the five minutes talking about is how bad UND and NDSU did as a team in the men's race and the men's gold race, the 8k, the team title was won by Iowa State. They took first. There were 21 teams in the race. University of North Dakota took 20th. North Dakota State took 21st. Cam, you and I talked the other day just about how tough it was to look at the results and to see NDSU finishing dead last. And you just kind of told me a few words that you maybe have for the team. So go off. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it is really, yeah, it's really tough to to see your the school that you ran for get last place in any meet uh in in their defense it, it is griac I, I understand that and it's a difficult course and and it was competitive this year you know there was BYU Iowa State you know two top ranked teams in the whole nation uh University of Minnesota obviously was there they have a good team you know there there was good competition uh and and I do know that at least speaking specifically about NDSU, I knew I do know they are a bit banged up. I, I know they're relying 
uh, a lot on some, some young guys and, you know, a freshman going from running five K's a year before to run eight K's, especially an eight K on the Griac course, man, that, that, that's a tall order. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not blaming them or questioning their effort uh, or even their ability as runners, you know, NDSU and UND, they both, they both have good runners and we've seen them run well this season. Um, so, you know, maybe, I mean, it, clearly it just wasn't their day. Uh, it is really tough to see. Um, and yeah, you would just, I mean, South Dakota state, which has, you know, runners from North Dakota, like Jacob Canoto, Ben Antow, uh, and other runners from the area, from the region, you know, they got, they got ninth, I believe. <clears throat> so, it, it is possible to run well and, and to build a team that runs well at these big nationally competitive meets. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's just a different level. So, so I hope, I hope the NDSU and the UND guys, you know, take this as kind of like a wake up call um, to not, to not settle, not be satisfied uh, in just achieving greatness in the summit league or, you know, at, at our home meets or anything like that, but really take a look like, Griac is what what the rest of the nation, the top runners in the rest of the nation are doing and what they're throwing down. And that's the the standard, the the level that you should strive to achieve. And, you know, uh, through patience, you know, it'll take time and, and diligence. You know, I think in the next couple of years, hopefully we'll we'll see both NDSU and UND up there a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's you set your sights on the top guys. Like what is Connor Mance doing? that some of these guys at UND and NDSU aren't. And some of it's natural talent, of course, but For sure. also there's there's the little things you got to be taken care of. We've got a little bit over two minutes left, and I just want to know this, Cam. Let's go back in time, even not even back in time, but let's just say you were a senior captain on NDSU right now, and there's not a lot of senior leadership on that team. Like you said, they're pretty young. Got a few old guys working their way up, but what do you tell your teammates? Like, how do you respond with this? I mean, it's just, it sounds cliche, but we're just like, just back to work. You know, we gotta, gotta keep running, gotta keep stretching, doing the strength work, uh, gotta buckle down, get the sleep that you need. Uh, The season is not over. It is far from over, you know, and there's a lot that can happen in the next couple of weeks. So just, just strap in and, and remember, I feel like one thing coaches told me, you know, in whatever sport I was participating in, like to remember the feeling of what it felt like to, to be on the bottom or to get beat this bad and, and just use that as motivation to never let it happen again. And, you know, if, if people want to go back and, and look up the GRIAC races that I ran, uh, I did not run well at GRIAC. I don't think I, you know, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to not run well there. Um, so I don't want to hear anybody chirping me like, oh, you can't say nothing because because you suck that react too. I know I did. I know I did. But uh, I, I think I'm just just a fan and a believer in the state, man. And and I know we can do better than them last and second to last. So. All right. Well, that's that's a good way to put a bow on this episode. We've got 10 seconds. I'm going to go a little bit over, but just a few things I want to mention in the women's gold 6K North Dakota State took 13th out of 21 teams university of north dakota took 17th out of 21 teams then we saw munir isahak of concordia win the carlton invite 
won by a whopping 26 or 27 seconds. Yeah, very, very good. impressive. Got the really dub. Good. And then Jacob Jensen of Minot State. Those Beavers went down to Wayne State. Jacob Jensen came out with the individual title. And Minot State won on both the men's and the women's sides. And Cam, while we were sitting here, I realized that when the hemoglobin curve shifts to the right, hemoglobin is going to give up oxygen. Its affinity for binding oxygen decreases. So we're good. This is a medical podcast now, apparently. I, yeah. hey, Ryan, I have one, one last thing that I got to say. So the, Yeah, let's hear it. The performance from uh, NDSU and South Dakota State on the women's side at Kriak, uh was good enough to get them into the regional rankings uh, this week as well. So South Dakota State is sitting at 13th in the region, and NDSU uh, holds that 15th position in the women's regional rankings. So, so there was there, there was there was good to be had on the North Dakota side uh, at Griac. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So. Hey, well, that was pretty good. We kept it just about to 15 minutes, so. Smooth. Study hard, Ryan. (laughs) Will do. Talk to you later. Yep.